Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. All right, welcome back to another show. Thank you for coming back, as always. Please like, subscribe, come, uh, like, subscribe, comment, and share. It's not like I've ever talked into a microphone before. I want to thank our sponsors, Brian Chilling of Long and Foster Real Estate. If you're looking for a home in the Annapolis area of Maryland, I highly recommend you call Brian at 410-263-3400 or go by the office at 145 Main Street in Annapolis. Uh, I've said this over and over again. Brian was my real estate agent when I bought my home, and he helped me get into this house before it went even went on the market, and we got it at a good price. And this was 10 years ago when the market was hotter than it is right now. Um, you you definitely get, in my opinion, I felt like I had an edge over other buyers when I was when I was buying. Um, uh, you, having Brian as my real estate agent, and if you're selling a home, he's one of the biggest real estate agents in the area, which some people want someone who's smaller and has less clients. But trust me, when you're selling your home, you want someone who buyers come to because he can show your house to uh, to those buyers before it even goes on the market. And he'll have your house on the market for less days than a real estate agent with uh, a lesser portfolio. Uh, so again, Brian Schilling with Long and Foster Real Estate in Annapolis, Maryland. And our other sponsor, Cheers and Spirits in the Arl Station Plaza. I keep trying to, I, this is another thing I keep saying to you guys. If you need wine and you're in this area or traveling through the area, if you're going uh, toward Ocean City and you're going to the Bay Bridge, over the Bay Bridge, stop at Cheers and Spirits on your way there. If you're staying with another family, you need a gift, uh, go into Cheers and Spirits and ask them you know, what a good wine is. Uh, to bring as a gift or you know something that's uh, a tasty uh, crushable wine that you won't be embarrassed to give to someone as a gift for uh, when you stay in their home so head over to cheers and spirits in the Earl station plaza we have an interesting topic tonight for those of you that have been listening for quite a while one of our most popular episodes was our aliens episode where Mike and I talked about the alien conference that I was not invited to. Uh, but I got a flyer from a neighbor, and I was really, really interested in going because, you know, I, I think I'm aliens are real. Fe- I'm still trying to figure out why that <laughs> neighbor was worthy, but you were deemed not worthy. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been, what, three years? <laughs> since that? I am still miffed. <laughs> I, am, I am still jealous at the fact that I was not deemed worthy to get the flyer and out of nowhere i get a text from mike and he sends me this picture <laughs> and he has the flyer for another alien conference in this area and it looks really similar to that old one it's not the same but it's re- it, it looked like it was on the same color kind of paper same kind of language in it mm-hmm it even uses Eventbrite for the website like the other one did. Yep. But nobody handed it to him. No, no one handed it to me. So 
I found this information where one finds all good information <laughs> in the men's room at the Double T Diner. But not on the wall. Not, no. in, like, not in like the advertising on the back of the so, stall of, of right. the of the, uh, of the sit-down stall. Right. Not the idle time advertising. No, not that. Right? No. Where they have like the the DUI attorney and the, <laughs> yeah, right. and the gym. That's great advertising. <laughs> All the stuff that people need to be exposed <laughs> to. Because like if you're taking a piss at the Double T Diner, chances are you're fat. <laughs> you should probably go to the gym. <laughs> um, so right time fitness is yeah, usually there. Yeah. Yep. Chances are, or it's 2.30 in the morning and you're going to need a DUI attorney shortly. Absolutely, because you're about to make some bad decisions. <laughs> yes, 100%. And then... There's, I forget the. There's always one blank spot. <laughs> this could be you. This could be you. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> but this wasn't in there. No, that would have been far too obvious. Right. This was like tucked behind the pipe, <laughs> the water supply pipe of the urinal. Right. So it was like a secret encoded message that was left there <laughs> for me to find. Right, so I saw this piece of paper, and look, I'm not usually one that picks up strange pieces of paper in the bathroom because nothing good comes out of it. But this was elevated. Was it know? rolled up or was it flat? It was folded. Folded. Yeah, folded over. Not like completely folded, but like folded over. Like someone stuck it there because mm-hmm. they wanted people to see it, but they didn't want to pay for the idle time advertising. <laughs> right. So I picked it up and I was like, "Holy crap! This was this was meant for." For, for me, for us, for this show. It was yes. meant for it. So I looked at it, and of course I immediately took a picture and sent it to you. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm like, who else would appreciate it? My wife would be like, what the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> right. <laughs> Meanwhile, my reaction was, where did you get that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I go and I'm thinking, there's been a lot of UFO chatter, and this one is... Don't miss the major UFO-related event in Maryland, Mysteries of Space and Sky 2023, October 21st in Gambrels. And then it has the Eventbrite. So I'm like, hmm, so let me visit this Eventbrite. I got to see it. Yeah. So when you go to the Eventbrite, and I started laughing when you were doing the intro because I'm reading through this thing. (laughs) One of the things is concerned about coming alone. I'm sure most people that go there are alone. (laughs) Don't be. Most attendees come alone. Really? <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> like, hey, I just I met this beautiful new girlfriend. I'm going to bring her to the UFO content. Yeah. Um, so that there'll be no pressure to socialize. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, wait, wait. Are you re- you're reading from it? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, concerned about coming alone, don't be. Most attendees come alone, and no pressure to socialize occurs, and this usual door, door prize. So if you're an antisocial curmudgeon, yes. this is your spot. This is my spot. Wait, and you get door prizes? Yeah. You don't get to talk to anybody. You might walk away with something. Right. What's the cost this time? Early before, bird special is fifty three ninety five. Early bird special? What, does it say regular price? Uh, that'll end on September 1st, which... Happens to be tomorrow, right? Um, when the price will increase to sixty dollars and remain so until twenty-four hours before the event, the at-the-door price will be sixty-five dollars, cash or check only. What if the check bounces? You're just getting in for free. Yeah, well, then you're on the wrong side of the aliens. Oh, that's true. So, 
then you're looking at anal probes at that point because right. they're coming for you. Yeah, they're getting they're getting their sixty five bucks. <laughs> right, they're getting it in somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, it's at the Elks Lodge in. It says Bowie, which I'm like, that's not Gambrels. That's no, Bowie. Right. That would be like, it's at the Baltimore. Like, oh, it's going to be in at Verizon Center in D.C. It was like, but no, it's in Baltimore. <laughs> it's two different places. Anyway. Right. So it's like they thought using the word Gambrels made it sound more appealing than Bowie, which to me it's the same. To me, it's all the same. Bowie, right. Croft, and Gambrels are all the same. Right. They're all on Route Three. Right. 301. It changes after 50. But They're all within three minutes of each other at that point. Yeah, you get a golf ball from one and hit the other one. Right. So, um, but there are some pretty credentialed ufologists uh, in the country will bring, will bring us all up to date on important past and present UFO news. And apparently this is one of the longest running conferences in America. I didn't know that. So I think Rob's this the guy with a weird last name. I think he was on the last one. Um, and then his wife Susan, who's the director of MUFON, the Virginia MUFON. What is MUFON? Well, I mean, if you I, if you have to ask, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, no, that's the International UFO Investigative Organization. Oh, with various state chapters. So. Um, yeah, and apparently there's a alien contact. Discuss a puzzling case involving an apparent alien contact in this presentation. So, MUFON is the only civilian agency investigating UFOs. We've got a lot to unpack here. Yeah. So, one, when they say the only alien... So, in the very beginning, we talk about alien encounters in Maryland... Or is it the con- so? I know the conference is in Maryland, but was there a situation that happened in Maryland? I think there's like about? a I think there's like a, a comma that's missing in there. Okay, all right. Because I read it the same way first. So, welcome to the official registration site for Mysteries of Space and the Sky 2023. It doesn't say anything about Maryland specific UFOs. Okay. In fact, the only one that's kind of regional, like, is. Um, Gate City, Virginia, which I don't even know where that is. No. So, Virginia's a big state. It is. So, so wait, are they saying Gate City is where an encounter occurred? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to look that up. Yeah. So... Oh, Gate City, Virginia shows right up. Yep. Oh, it's right, it's right by Food City, Virginia. Oh, wait, never mind. Food City's a grocery store. That's my bad. What is this? Where are we? I gotta keep zooming out. <laughs> Find like a city I've seen before. It's down eighty-one, south of Roanoke. Oh, oh, that makes perfect sense. Oh my god! Wait, there's not I much think... anything south of Roanoke, is there? Except North Carolina. Where? Oh my! So this is like out by Knoxville, Pigeon Forge. Hold on a minute. Gate City, Virginia. Okay, north of Kingsport. So this is like in that deep corner of Virginia. It's like right on the so border. Like, it's of like Vir- West Virginia's north of it. Much yeah. further north. Kentucky's north of it. So it, it's right by Natural Tunnel State Park. 
and Bristol. Okay, it's just north of Bristol Motor Speedway. For oh, the NASCAR okay. fans out there. Okay. Uh, it's. You can't scroll too far because the the pin doesn't stay there. Come on, pin. Yeah, so this is that part of Virginia where it's Tennessee to the south, um, Kentucky to the north, and West Virginia to the northeast. So it's in that extreme western little corner of Virginia. Oh, yeah. Is that Hazard County up north of it? (laughs) For the Duke boys? I thought Hazard County was more in, like... Northwest? Yeah, in fact, if you take 81 all the way west, you're going to pass... You're going to be in Tennessee. You're in Knoxville. Yeah. Yeah. 81 turns into 40 at that point. And then you're in Knoxville. Yeah. Okay. So that's nowhere near here. Mm Mm-mm. That's like eight hours away. That's really far away. Yeah. And I've driven that, and that... That 81 takes forever to easy, get. Easy drive, though. Driven, I've driven that with the RV. It's not bad. A lot of mountains, though. It's kind of, 81's kind of flat down there. Actually, you know what? I think it kind of rides in the valleys. Yeah, it, it's it's right at the base of Appalachia. Yeah. Yeah, because the, mal- the valleys are running east-west while the ridges are, are going up. And, like, if you're going up and down, you're heading north. Like, I think 81 is right at the base of the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. I think, because I don't like I've I've driven that down to. Let's see, down to eighty-one to sixty-four. Because when we went to Charlottesville, mm-hmm. it wasn't that hilly. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, and I, I mean, I would I would know with the RV if it was bad because I wouldn't be able to get up hills for the most part. I'd be going like thirty-five. You'd be one of those guys, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I, at that point, once I hit forty-five, just, my, my flashers go on. Yeah. Like I, I do it. Like, I, I'm like a truck at that point. Yeah. Once I'm at 45, flashers go on, and I just I'm like fuck it, because otherwise you got to blast your engine, like you got to floor it. It's not yeah. And and you're just just you're just wasting gas and making noise. Just <laughs> just gas is just blowing out of your engine. At that you're just point. watching the fuel gauge go down. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So okay. All right. So why why is, is that Gate City is what something happened there? Is that what yeah, we're going? Yeah, there's a UFO incident. All right, I can alien see that. encounter out by Dollywood. You know, not too far from I mean, Dollywood. Yeah, it's like an hour, maybe natural an hour. tunnel. I mean, natural probing. I should, you know, natural bridge. Yeah, is is just north of that up in, near Staunton. Yeah, I've been there. Been there. Actually, if you've never gone, nice little place to see. Yeah, but. It looks like kind of like a big ass. That's like it, like it's a like a big round asshole. Mm-hmm. Because the bridge and the rocks form like a big asshole. Yeah. That you walk through or probe. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you know, maybe maybe some probing happened to make it a natural bridge. Maybe the, I don't know. The the mountain got probed. Yeah. You know. Who knows? We're not discounting any theories here. In fact, if we wanted to know all the theories, we could probably go to the conference. Yeah. I do notice that, you know, inflation really hasn't hit because I believe it was $60 three years ago. Was that at the door? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I think there was an early bird discount then. I think yeah. I, I don't think there's any change in the price in the last... I don't want to say it's three years ago. We've been doing this for, what, two years? Two and a half? 
Yeah. So next March will be three years. Okay. So it was October, the first year we started. Right. So it'll be two years ago this October. Yes. Yep. Well, at least now I know it's still happening. Right. They moved it, and there's no one handing out flyers for it. Right. Unless you're in a urinal. And you happen to find one because you're one of the chosen few. And look, I mean, marketing geniuses because, you know, the, the board... Is up high. Mm-hmm. So they're only getting like 50% of the pissers. Yeah. Guys that kind of, you know, bow the neck back a little bit. They're looking up. Look, I'm always aware of my surroundings. Yeah. So but, I'm looking around. But you're not, but they don't get the guys looking down. Right. To make sure things are going smooth. Mm-hmm. Well, these guys were like, fuck it. There's a whole, there's a whole, you know, tranche of people. But see, that's not how getting you, advertisements. But like looking down, that's how you make sure you're hydrated. Well, sure. Like yeah. the color. Well, it goes so, down in the thing, though. Yeah, but you can see it when it hits the wall. Uh, the stream. I don't know. You see I the stream? Feel, I feel like you don't get a good enough view. Like, at least with the toilet, you get to see, you see it more, consi- you know, it's all there. Right, unless yeah. three little boys live at your house who, for whatever reason, can't figure out how to flush a toilet. No. It's not just boys. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, I've become that dad. I go downstairs in the morning. I'm just hitting light switches and flushing toilets because someone left like a fucking poop in there. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> if it comes out your butt, flush. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. You pee. You don't necessarily need to flush that. Sure, you hit it the next time, right? Yeah. It's pee. <laughs> but if you take a shit, flush the damn toilet. It was, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If sure. it's brown, send it down. Yeah. I did it like this morning. I walked into the bathroom, and now like, now I'm accustomed to looking in the toilet to make sure there's nothing in it. Yeah. Of course, there's one of them took a shit. So I flushed. And then I'm hitting all the lights. I got to go to the bedroom. I got to hit their lights in the bedroom. I got to hit the lights in the bathroom. I go downstairs. There's 10,000 more lights on on that See, I clo- Yeah, I turn lights off and shut doors because the dumb dog will go in there and poop. No, I don't do that. I don't shut the doors. I don't have a dog a, to worry about. Yeah, he's a jerk. That's what he does. I'm but, getting worn down on the dog avenue, though. Oof. The wife's starting on me now. So now it's, it's not it's just not the kids. It's only a matter of time. It's not just the kids now. Now it's the wife. Now you need to embrace it so you can choose the breed and have some input. Because if you don't, it's going to be just thrust upon you. Luckily, my wife's pretty steadfast on a certain breed, and I'm fine with that. She she wants a chocolate lab. Okay. Um, Or a lab. It doesn't have to be a chocolate one, but she wants a lab, yeah. which I'm fine with. Labs are great, except they shed. Yeah, I got a feeling, though. I mean, there's only, there's very few breeds of dogs that don't shed. Well, no breed is completely shed free. They just shed less. So yeah. I have been spoiled by light to no shedding dogs for a very long time now. So I'm more of a, like, because we had a Yorkie, then a Labradoodle, then whatever the hell this thing is. Um a golden, no, a mini golden doodle. He's a mutt. But he doesn't shed either. A lot. So I'm very, very, very much spoiled by them. Um, and growing up with dogs that did shed a lot, like boxers and basset hounds, like I know shedding dogs and to know that I don't have to, you know, get three Roombas a year because they burn out. Like, <laughs> like I'm just kind of like, okay, no, I'm cool with this non-shedding stuff. So, um, yeah. But that's not the topic at hand. No. Although, I was going to mention the vacuum thing. Mm-hmm. 
Who has to clean out the vacuum in your house? I'm the one that always does it. Me too. It's the grossest fucking thing. I'm ever. also the one that always cleans out the freaking hair clog in the drain in the shower. I drew the line at that. It's not my hair. Oh, it's definitely not mine. Yeah. And no, we don't have video here, but <laughs> I bick this thing. I'm cue ball. So, <laughs> so I, I was like, I, I kind of like, it was just, it was, it was gross with the hair. I was just like, I'm tapping out on this one. This but, is you. <laughs> but see, the thing is like my, one of my ultimate pet peeves. I think it, I can't stand it. It's standing water in the shower. Yeah. No, if, if, yeah. Water, if there's, I want the shower floor to be just wet. Yep. There should be nothing. There should be no measurable amount of water. I'm not even talking like a, a, a three millimeters. Zero. <laughs> right? So if there's any, I lose it and I and I just take care of it. But I bought a snake mm-hmm. and I just run the snake through it. I don't. Un- I just send the snake right down and then I, there's a nice Drano chaser and we're good to go. So, so we've, the reason why I was laughing is because I've had it to where it's like up to my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I'm just like shuddered. I'm just, standing in my own filth. Yeah, at that point, it must be like a bath. Yeah, well, except it's just disgusting. Yeah, like I, I don't know if you remember, like from on Family Guy. So Cleveland's house gets like cut down or something like that, and he falls out and he's laying in the tub, and like the dog starts drinking the water. He goes, Ew, that's my stink of the day. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why. I'm like I don't want to touch it. Like it's. It's grossness for me and my wife. Her, who knows what got built up in the thing from that? I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, You're better off staying in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing, so I don't have a snake. I've got like the plastic thing that has like the the upward spikes on it. Mm-hmm. And so I I push that down. I twirl it. I would twirl it around. And I'd pull it out. But it, you gotta like. You feel like you're pulling the drain thing out when you're yeah, doing and it. You look, you, and then you look at it, you're like... <laughs> right. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. It, what comes out... Yeah. Grosses me. And I'll out. clean up. I'll clean up poop. I'll clean up puke. Blood. It doesn't... It. I'm, I'm cool with all that stuff. But body <laughs> hair, even my own. Like, like I don't use regular soap. I use body wash and a, and a poof. Okay. Oh, fancy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Because it, it gives you that nice rich lather. So, in any case, like, if I got a brand new bar, say Irish Spring soap, and I'm the only person that used it, and there's a hair on it, and it was, it is, it's only my hair. Yeah. Like, because when I was single by myself, that's not, and it was my hair, I'd be like, ugh, I have to, like, pick it off and get rid of it. <laughs> it's my hair. It came from me. Yeah. Nope. Don't want it anywhere near me. I, gotta, I, I need to clean my soap. Yeah. It's not. Unlike uh, what they said in Friends, it's not self-cleaning. Right. Inherently clean. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, no, I, I don't I don't mess around with any of that stuff. So, um, this is wildly off topic. So... Oh, we'll get back to aliens. Yeah. Don't worry. We're getting there. <laughs> so, I... F- now, I didn't take the flyer into my possession. Oh. Mm-mm. Well, I mean... I didn't want to deprive other people... Of yeah. the knowledge of this. I felt right. if I took it, then it's only me that knows. And chances are, I'm probably not going to go. <laughs> so, um, we, one of these years, we're going. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I mean, October, it's not October. Is that when this one is? 
This one is, yeah, it's um, October. I'll give you the date. And for anyone who wants to attend. Yeah. It's October 21st. See, we got, see, look. It's, we have about two months to decide. Yeah, to go. It's it's August thirty first. We have enough time to change our mind. Yeah, and go. Yeah, I still kind of regret not going to the first one. Not necessarily because I want to see what information comes out of this. I want to see who else is going. I just want people watch. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I gotta see who's going. Now that's it. should we go in disguise? Before <laughs> no one's gonna. What are they? What are they gonna spot us when we're out yeah. and about? Hey. Remember me? Yeah. No, I don't fucking remember you. Get the fuck away from me. It expressly said no socializing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but and then I feel bad. Like I hope they don't think we're making fun of them because I'm not. Because people are passionate about this stuff. I get it. Yes. Like I'm a big airplane nerd. Like I see. I, I talk about airplanes. But God, look, listen to this freaking dork. However, if we are making fun of them in a little kind way. We are giving them free advertising. Oh, yeah. I mean, all three people that listen to the show are probably never going either. But I, I, and, I mean, one of, one of the fans of the show, Tom, is in Arizona. I don't think he's going to fly out and go. You know what I mean? He'll wait for the road show to come to him. But he's close enough to ground zero UFO stuff. Why would he come to the East Coast? That's he's probably got like a show a week. Yeah. Like a conference a week going on out there. Oh, I bet. I would go if it, if it was once a week. I'd have to go. Or like a Comic Con thing. You think it's like AA for UFO Dorks. sightings? For UFO sightings? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my, my name is Alex and I saw UFO. I was, Hi, Alex. I was probed. <laughs> I, was, I was probed. <laughs> and I liked it. <laughs> so, so, Imagine someone remix the Katy Perry song. Yeah, I was just trying to be. How can I make that fit? <laughs> but I do want to go see who's there. I just I, I wonder what the mix of people would be. But here's the thing: I I can't help but think these people are getting snowed because they're all fired up because the government finally admitted it. Look, the U.S. government's not admitting; they're only admitting this shit. Because they're doing something worse on the side. So, ooh, let's tell them about UFOs. Like, I, I seriously have zero trust for these people. Not the UFO people. I trust you guys just fine. It's the government I don't trust. So Yeah, I mean, once they started admitting it, then you're like, okay, this might be fake. Yeah, and I'm sure the UFO people have a healthy distrust of the government as well. Actually, this is probably borderline unhealthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you should distrust the government. But as far as, like... This, like, they really distrust the government. They lie, they have all kinds of stuff, and now they're like, yeah, we have it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you do. Like, whoa, whoa, time out, time out. <laughs> you guys were saying they're all full of shit forever, and now, like, <laughs> they agree with you. They're, like, legitimate right. and trustworthy. They, they finally came to the dark side, <laughs> right? Now now it's okay. Right. It's like, what awful thing are they doing on the, with the other hand? But here's the thing, though. What if these guys at the conference... Had all the stuff that the government had, all the evidence that the government just released. So they were like, it's like they're living in the future, pretty much. Yeah, like they were living in the like they were living in the now. Ten years ago, yeah, because they already knew it. That's what I'm saying. Like, what what if we go, 
It's like Alex Jones with Epstein's Island. Right. Like, what if we what if we go and we're getting information that doesn't get released for like ten years? Yeah. I mean, are that we then living in the future with them? Twenty two. Are we are we twenty three three? Yeah. Twenty thirty three. And there's some people saying that this Maui stuff. Oh, it, it, that it's gotten even that's gotten even stranger. So there was a guy. See, I'd like to go to hear their take on that Maui. Yeah. Well, we already they already think the space laser did it. But here's the thing. Remember, so dedicated listeners might go back. I and I don't remember the episode number. Hmm. I should be able to cite them, but I can't. <laughs> When we talked about, we talked about aliens again and how they're going to do a PSYOP. So they can go and say that, hey, this is something, it was on, it was on, uh, God, what's the name of the show that's on YouTube? Redacted. So Redacted News had a dude from the FBI who came in and he was one of the guys that like, was like one of the actual X-Files people in the FBI. Mm Mm-hmm. And said that UFOs exist, but they have no interest in contacting us, just like we have no interest in contacting ants. Because we can watch ants from afar and see what they do, but we don't need to talk to them. Right. So, because they just exist on that much of a higher plane. So, he said the government, and especially the military-industrial complex, is going to use that, start bringing up UFOs, and they're going to start using fear, so they can start, rather than, because we're running out of people to bomb. You know, they don't. No one wants to bomb the Chinese because the Chinese will bomb back, and we're, the economies are too interconnected. It would be bad for both, right? You know, so they're not going to do that. Um, you know, one hand washes the other type of deal. There, there, it, it, there's no benefit to it. So, what's the other way? They spent from essentially 1950 until now, until the war on terror. Selling defense stuff to stop the Russians, the great red menace, right? So now they're dropping bombs, they're selling bombs to Ukraine, and that's but that's not gonna last forever. We well, gotta remember that. So, after the Russians, so when, when was the Cold War over? Like, mid, so I mid think, 80s? I think, no, no, so 80, 89. It was 88 or 89 that the Berlin Wall fell. I was in fourth grade. It must, it must have been 88, because Reagan was still in office, right? No, he didn't see it. It was Bush. Bush. Okay. So, yeah, it, it was probably 89. Yeah. Okay. The first Iraq war was 91. Yeah, so they found someone else to drop bombs on. Right. And then then it was the Taliban well, no, for then 2001. Was, no, but before that, you had the Balkans. Oh, right. Yeah. That might have been a legitimate war, though. That should have been Europe's war, and Europe didn't do anything with it. Well, Europe doesn't do shit. Yeah. They like to just watch shit happen, yeah. and then bitch when people come to their shores mm-hmm. to get away from bombs and shootings. Right. No, no, stay where you are. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting bombs dropped on yeah, me here. You dropped a bomb on my house. Right. I, I think I'm going to go... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to go where bombs aren't going. How about you? Yeah. Okay? No, no, you can't come here. Yeah, no one's cutting my head off here. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so after the Yugoslav Yugoslavian mm-hmm. issue, and there was still some Iraq stuff. Every now and then, they'd enforce a no-fly zone, and they'd go drop some, send, shoot some cruise missiles at Saddam. Then it was Afghanistan. Well, yeah. Then you had nine eleven. Yeah. Then it was Afghanistan, and then Syria. Well, you had Iraq. You had Iraq uh, freedom. Right. Forgot which, about that. So you pretty much had two twenty-year wars. Yeah. 
And then ISIS came back. Right. So you had to go drop more bombs on Syria to the point that you ran out of bombs to drop. Yep. And then you supported the Saudi involvement in Yemen where they killed a whole bunch of people there. Still doing that, by the way. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's, now granted, American jets aren't doing it, but it's Saudi flying American jets that are they're dropping. F-6, they're F-16s. F-15s. They're our jets. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't have our flag on them. Right. So that's going on. And then you have the freaking pull out from Afghanistan. Um, that was which, done well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was like a sloppy pull out. Like, <laughs> oh, I pulled out. No, you didn't. <laughs> you left some evidence. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, Afghanistan doesn't have a baby soon. <laughs> but <laughs> then you've got the next one. And then Ukraine started. So, essentially, we've been, they're running out of places and people to drop bombs on. So, what's next? The PSYOP, the aliens. You don't have to actually build anything. Like, Star Wars was never, they never that was never a functional weapon system. That was just throwing money at stuff. I still think it would be cool if it was. Yeah. That's the Death Star, for those of you that don't know. <laughs> that would have been Death Star. Yeah. So awesome. you have all these fires starting and all the conspiracy guys are saying, look at how they're going. Like there was a, a Chevy, what was it? It was a Chevy Malibu. So I was watching one of my buddies <laughs> post all this crazy stuff. So he posted the Chevy Malibu, right? And it has aluminum wheels. Well, this one was kind of, it only had one aluminum wheel. And the aluminum wheel, the fire was so hot, the aluminum wheel melted. Because I guess aluminum has a lower melting point than steel. Sure. It melted and ran down the hill. Hmm. So that's how intense this fire was, which supposedly started from grass. So. Because grass is so flammable. Yeah. And they're saying that they were directed energy weapons. Who, which is also known as. Lasers. Yeah. From the Death Star. Yeah. Who would have a laser that was capable of burning stuff in. I wouldn't be surprised if, it, like, that's the next hearing. Oh, it was from outer space, and we have to spend all this money on weapons to protect us from. So laser, by the way, for those of you who think lasers are nonsense, right now they have um, laser laser beam weapons that are actually attached to the front of aircraft, and they're used in that way. Much like, um, it looks like... Um, uh, FLIR, forward-looking infrared mm-hmm, radar. Except it's huge. It, yeah, it's a big bulbous nose on a plane, mm-hmm. and it houses the the laser beam. Um, and it's actually it's been in testing. I'd say for the last fifteen years. So look up when you get a chance mm-hmm. the Boeing YAL one airborne laser test bed. So. What this thing was, it was a chemical oxygen iodine laser coil mounted inside a modified Boeing 747-400 freighter. So, um, yeah, so they've been testing it since the first flight was in 2002, retired in 2014. 
So well, uh, retired in air quotes, by the way. Yeah, retired. Just like the SR seventy one retired back in the eighties, but they kept flying it. And now they're all actually retired. But so all that was retired though was that version of the laser. Correct. That actually that aircraft. Well, yeah. So and if you look at this thing, it's got this enormous. So it's just like what you said. It looks like a FLIR pod, like from a helicopter, except it's it takes up the entire nose of a 747. I mean, the thing's probably 10 feet across. Yeah. Um, it's really big. So, yeah. And... So you said... So that was started in 2002. This is now yes. 2023. So that's roughly... So I was off by about six years. Because I said 15 years. Yeah. It's 21 years. Because just because this one got retired in 2014, it doesn't mean they didn't get another plane and put the next generation of laser on it. Right. That's even smaller. Yeah. So, yeah. And what they used this thing was a high-energy laser was used to intercept a test target um, in 2010, and then the following month successfully destroyed two test missiles. So it does it using directed energy. So this thing was, first flight was in 2002. It destroyed the missiles in 2010, so at that point you're like, okay, 2010 is 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. What have they developed in this thing was initially designed in 2002. That's when it started flying. So 21 years ago, what have they come up with in the last 21 years? It's better than this. Well, and the thing is, the the ability to target, uh, to to be able to target the asset was shown there in 2010. So basically a moving aircraft with a laser on its nose could shoot and could shoot down a moving missile. Yeah, the missiles are small and move fast. Right. But that so that's how much accuracy this thing has. And that's back in 2010. We're 13 years from that. Mhm. A lot of times and one of the reasons why they probably retired the jet was because they had the next generation of laser. Yeah. You're not going to retrofit this jet. No, and I think, when, and when you look at the picture of this, and please look at it if you, you know, if you're a nerd like me, if you look at it like this, the laser equipment was integral. Like it was, it became part of the airframe of this thing. So you could just take it out and put something else in. Yeah. It was cheaper just to probably just get another airplane and do it again. This is probably a good time for the disclaimer. Right. Our opinions that, that we say on the show are our own. They are not reflective of anyone else. And as always, you don't come here for news. <laughs> or facts. Or facts. Just feelings. And speculation. And a lot of speculation and conspiracy theories. <laughs> and humor. It's it's probably a, a much nicer version of Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except not as conspiratorial, and we don't sound like we're going to pass out. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Disclaimer done. Yeah. Um, so... Why are we talking about this? So the Maui situation, I saw I saw a video on YouTube, of course, so it must be real. All the best stuff. Could All be the best stuff. Well, or the men's room at the diner. Or the, yeah, right. <laughs> no, we're hitting both on this episode. I mean, this might as well be a verified source. It is. Yeah. Um, the video show, it, it was just, it was a news reporter 
basically in his news vehicle, trying to get close to where the fires happen. And as he's driving toward it, he notices a large black fence has gone up. Um, looks like it was put up fairly rudimentary. rudimentary. It's, it's basically two by fours going straight up. This black tarp being stretched across. There's another two by four in the middle for support and another two by four on top. Mm -hmm. That's the black fence. And it, it goes for miles and miles. And in order to get in and through, you have to go through military checkpoints. Then. They did that for Katrina, did they? No. Heck no. What about any other wildfire? No. So then, as he's driving through where there is no fence, there are these uh, police-type vehicles. Now, they don't look like they're from the United States. They're Nissan vehicles. But they are parked on the side of the road. And they're probably, I'd say, about 100 yards apart from each other. And they're not sideways going with the road. They're up off the road, perpendicular to the road. So it's like the, the person who would be sitting on it could look is looking out at the road. Mm-hmm. With officers in the cars. But again, they don't look like police vehicles. They're police-like vehicles. Um, so it's not like a Maui police cruiser that these, survived no. the fire and they're just... These are not locals. Yeah. They're not local police. Um, he pulled over because he was trying to get some footage. Within, He said within 20 seconds, he was approached and told, asked why he was stopped and to keep moving. I'm familiar with disaster areas and disaster response. I won't say how, but this is not normal. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's why I said, like, did they do this for Katrina? No. They haven't done this for any of the other wildfires. For the, I mean, you remember those California wildfires? I mean, that yeah. was a pretty big deal. Yeah. And they burned some, like, really rich people's houses up. Yes, they did. Um, And I'm not even going to get into the conspiracy theories about Oprah buying up a lot of Maui land before some of this happened and her trying to buy up the land of from people whose houses were burned. Mm-hmm. I'm not mentioning any of that because it's probably not true, but it might be true. Right. But probably not true. Okay. And how like Oprah's land was mysteriously spared. Like there's a pretty like when you look at aerial photos from early days, mm-hmm. it really looks like there were some. It's like a strange demarcation line where the fire didn't go past. Mm-hmm. Now some people say it's because rich people can afford private fire services to stave off the fire. Yeah, and that could be very well true. Well, and then you can also have your house fitted with so people that live in areas that are susceptible to wildfires will actually have external sprinklers installed on their house. So when it starts, like, even if you evacuate, as long as there's water supply and people hook up to cisterns or whatever, or if they have a well, as long as the well runs, as long as there's the motor to power to the pump, 
it'll it'll mist water on your house to protect it from burning down. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying but those aren't more. that expensive. Like that's something that you that the average Joe, home, like if you and I lived in the area, like we could afford that. But Maui's not known for wildfires. No. So she just happened to have this on her house. Right. I mean, that's awfully great foresight on Oprah's part. But, you know, I digress. It's probably completely normal. Um, But the fact that these huge black fences went up and the surrounding areas being that heavily guarded where you can't even slow down. Without someone coming over and starting to talk to you, well, it's like what? What are you? What are you protecting? What are you preventing people from seeing? That's right. the. Th- that is the weird part. Like you know, like so. Think about your kid. So your kid comes downstairs. Is very obviously hiding something behind your back. Mm. Like what's behind your back? Huh? Who? Me? Like, <laughs> yeah, you. What's behind your back? And then they like pull one hand out. Let me see your other hand. And they do one like one of these. Like they put the other, and then blow up. <laughs> Come on, stop being dumb. Right? Like, that's almost like this. Like, stop being dumb. Right. So, I don't know. There are some conspiracy theories about what's going on with that. But I, I can't understand the reason. So, one would say, okay, protect the area from looters. There's nothing left. Looters aren't looting burn-up cars. Yeah, there's no businesses in there. Yeah. It's homes. Yeah. So that are burned. And if you think about it, if you go back to the PSYOP idea... Mm-hmm. What's better to start your alien attack psyop than a little island in the middle of the ocean to go and say, "Hey, this is what it was. Like we have to we have to spend all kinds of money on defense to protect us from aliens." So the other I've heard another theory where it was burned down on purpose, and certain people are buying up these parcels of land, mm-hmm. so that it can basically be home base for if they have to go scorched earth on the rest of the world, mm. they can escape to this beautiful island and burn everyone to the ground, and then yeah, and then take it over. Once everyone's gone, once once your opposition is out of the way, mm-hmm. you can then come out of the the Maui resorts that you built. <laughs> but why just that little tiny area, though? Well, if you don't need that much space, it's weird though. Because when you when you go with that conspiracy theory, it reminds me very much of the movie uh, The Kingsman, mm-hmm. and I think it was the second second Kingsman. Where Samuel L. Jackson is the villain, and he brings all the rich people to his mountain uh, resort, and he, they they all have the chips in their neck, and so they're not affected by the cell phone signal. Mm-hmm. The, and the, the, so basically, he gave out the SIM cards and the for people to have free cell phone service, and of course, everybody wants it. Everyone goes and gets it, except for the people that he's told, and they all have the chip in their neck so they won't be affected by the satellite radio signal. It's kind of, and once the satellites are all in alignment, he hits the button, it sends out the signal and all the SIM cards start affecting people's brains and all they can do. They, it's like unbridled violence in their brain. Like they can't control it. 
right? So they just start killing everyone around them. Mm -hmm. Mass carnage to get rid of the population. And the whole idea is depopulating the world, which sounds a whole lot like the World Economic Forum plan. Yeah. (laughs) And for those of you that don't know about Klaus Schwab, just Google that. Yeah. You'll eat the bugs and you will like it. <laughs> and seriously, if they couldn't have found a dude that looks more like a villain, <laughs> oh my God. even with the German accent, right? <laughs> like, you will own nothing and you will like it. Like, <laughs> like, it's almost like an Austin Powers parody. That's how bad it is. If you told me he was the next Bond villain. But okay. I think, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. If you did just him as a trailer and then like. Daniel Craig coming in on like a freaking tightrope and shooting the guy like yeah. oh cool that new Bond movie's coming out like no we just spliced part of a Bond movie and this actual guy together right. <laughs> so yeah I, and it just so happens to come along with the alien theories now. yeah it's like well we don't want people to know that we used a direct energy weapon to start a an actual wildfire. Right. Or that we're, we, the freaking elites, are going to be the ones that kill everybody. And so, so we're we going to say it's aliens. <laughs> so that's why it's like when they finally admit it's aliens, maybe we shouldn't believe it's aliens. Yeah. But I wonder if they talk about that at the conference. Right. I want to see their take on it. Right. I almost want to ask this question at the, at the thing. Like, are they, are they, are they in the same mindset that we are? Like, oh, now... Now we know the aliens don't exist. And the government's trying to screw us. Yeah. Or I even go with and say, look, I think they do. I think it's awfully arrogant of us to think that of all the the billions of galaxies in the planet, that we're the only one that has life on it. You know. So because if you if you now if you take a creationist viewpoint, then you can say yes, God put created us on created this planet and put us on it. In his image. You can say that. However, if you take a evolutionary, a strict evolutionary viewpoint, then you'd have to acknowledge that somewhere in all the vastness of the universe, there's another planet with identical, because they want, they would, a strict creationist would say, or strict evolutionist would say that all these chemicals over eons got together and created the, the chemical chains that turn into life that then gradually evolved into what we have today. So, well, of all the billions of galaxies and trillions of stars, like infinitesimal amounts, there'd have to be one planet somewhere that shared identical characteristics to this one. What? For the creationist theory, that's the Bible one, right? Yeah. Okay. So in the Bible, the story of Noah, I don't think it's actually the book of Noah, but the story with Noah and the ark and, and basically the story was God made two of everything, right? It, so, was, well, he had more than two, but Noah rescued two of every animal right. for the ark. This is in Genesis. However, there was only one earth. Right. What if there was two earths? Mm-hmm. The male and the female version that were identical and makeup. So that could fall, that theory could fall in the creationist model. Now, I was actually talking to someone about how science and religion can mesh up. Mm -hmm. So, one can believe in evolution. 
everything came from something else, right? However, and this is where the creationist part comes in, it all had to start from somewhere. Even if you had the Big Bang Theory from science, mm-hmm. two things still had to bang together. Yeah. Something something had to be created to bang together, mm-hmm. right? And if you say, well, those two things, that those two things are still scientifically proven. Okay, something somewhere had to be the beginning. Right. And so my argument is, is that's where God came in. Mm-hmm. God created whatever it was at the very beginning to create everything else. Now, that means you can still have the evolution theory because we evolved after after the God part of it happened and created everything or created whatever was needed to create everything. Now, like it created the first two molecules that banged together and created everything. Mm-hmm. Then the evolution part can then take over. So that, to me, that's how it can all mesh together. Yeah. Because no scientist can tell you how it all really began. No, and 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 that, it's funny because I kind of look at it in, the, in a similar way is that, and here's like as far as like the aliens are concerned. Yeah. God created man in His own image, right? But how many times did? Was God playing with stuff over here, over here? Like, oh, look at these little green dudes. Oh, that doesn't look like me. They're, you know, green and goofy looking. They're over there, and well, these guys are over here. Like, and how many images of us do we have? Yeah. I mean, think about us now. Between all the different people on this planet, we don't look alike. No. So which image is it? Yeah. And who's to say that a green alien somewhere couldn't also be that image. Mm-hmm. You know, it, think about how we used to look as like Neanderthals. Yep. A little bit hunched over, mm-hmm. you know, had the, the foreheads looked at. We didn't always look like we do now. Well, maybe, maybe the aliens could be considered in God's image, but don't look like us. I, I think it all could work together. Yeah. So, where do aliens come into play? So it's not like we we didn't debunk the the religious theory on why aliens can't exist. In fact, we almost kind of proved it. Yeah. So now aliens mesh with religion. Big Bang meshes with religion. So, so science and religion can all live happily together. Everything's now meshing together. So now we can say aliens exist because I'm with you. Once we once we got that picture from that the last telescope, I think it was a James, not James Hubble, James yeah. Webb. The Webb yeah. Telescope showed one thousand galaxies, mm-hmm. not one thousand planets, yeah. one thousand galaxies. And each of those galaxies has how many millions of stars? It, it, let's say that each galaxy has. Well, we're in the Milky Way, right? Yes. We're the there's only nine planets in this galaxy, right? No, there's so the, the galaxy, the sun is a star in the Milky Way galaxy, one of millions of stars in the Milky Way galaxy. Okay. So the solar system just has, and there are other stars they found that have planets orbiting that star. In the Milky Way galaxy Mm -hmm. or other galaxies? I think they can't look out that far. They can't see that far into another galaxy to see 
an individual star with planets. And all this stuff is all done based upon wobbles of stars and orbits. It's all kind of high speed math stuff that gotcha. You know that math that I said that we never use, which we is correct. We yeah, will we will never use. use. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. So somewhere out there, there has to be some other living life form. It's not probable for there to be nothing. There's no shit. We can't just be the only people. Right. I, I don't want to say people. The only intelligent life out there. We can't be the only ones. Right. So the, the Milky Way is estimated to contain between 100 and 400 billion stars. Jeez. That's a lot of stars. Just I'm, in the Milky Way galaxy alone. I mean, with us taking pictures of all these other galaxies, can't we get some like high-res photos of just our galaxy to see what's going on? Yeah. Can we get some of that? It's like, we're so busy looking. It's like, we're so busy looking at the next town over. We're not even looking on our own street. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe we need to get a scientist on the show. Yeah. I feel like the scientist could like actually answer this. <laughs> the scientist. <laughs> with a white lab coat. Right. <laughs> he can call me janitor if he wants. Like, from, like from half baked. Remember that? Half baked? <laughs> yeah. Dave Chappelle. He's there and the, the scientist. Asks him to go down downstairs to pick up a script for him. So he gives him the piece of paper. And he goes downstairs, and the guy and he gives the he gives the clerk a, the script and the script and the guy the clerk comes back with two bricks of weed. And Dave Chappelle's looking around like, Are "You fucking kidding me?" So he takes it upstairs. He takes the one brick of weed upstairs, and he he goes to the scientist. He goes, "Damn scientist." We could have been hanging out a long time ago. And so he goes, and the scientist like gives Dave Chappelle a little bit of weed. And Dave goes, thank you, scientist. He goes, thank you, janitor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be the janitor if we can get a scientist on this yeah. show that can explain some of this shit to us. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, it makes sense to me what we just said. Mm-hmm. I don't see how we're wrong. I mean, come on now. Well, I mean, there's no way that we are wrong. This is a factual, <laughs> this is 100% factual podcast, right? All the research was done well in advance. Yeah. I mean, thoroughly. I mean, I feel like we, I mean, just like that, the first flyer we saw said it had all the experts. I mean, I feel like we've, you know. This one doesn't have all the experts. No. Oh. They kind of took that out of the tagline, huh? Yeah. I feel like that was a selling point. I mean, I'm less willing to go now, right? Because it doesn't have all the experts. However, this one just runs during the day from nine to three. What was the other one? The other one was like was in it? the evening hours. Oh, so someone's actually taking off work for this. Let's see what day the twenty first is. It's got to be a weekend. There's no shot people would actually take off work for this. But it's Saturday. Oh, okay. All right then. No one's taking off work. Um. Yeah. So. Right before, yeah, it's a Saturday. So maybe, just maybe, they'll. We got a couple more episodes to decide. Yeah. I think next week we got to do a, um, we got to do a weight loss update episode because I don't think we've done one in a few weeks. Let us know down below, though, if you know any of the answers to the questions we posed because we sure as hell don't. Yeah. And everything we said was theories and speculation. So, Mr. Schwab, we're not really thinking that you're killing the world. No, not at all. No. And, and we don't think Oprah's evil. No. And buying up 
poor people's land that just got burned up. And laser beams definitely don't exist. No. Definitely. Even even that source that Mike pulled up that's on the internet and shows a plane flying through the air with it on its nose. Not real. No. So none of this is factual. <laughs> but we it's Wikipedia. Yeah, right. <laughs> Although my source, when, when I pulled it up, I Google searched it. It was not Wikipedia. <laughs> it was something a lot more reputable. <laughs> Air Force dot mill. <laughs> Still not reputable. <laughs> Not reputable at all. It's like us reading from the NIH website. Right. A, a publication on the NIH and YouTube telling us, well, because it's not the WHO, it's not reputable enough. Um, to wish our, our RFK episode, for those of you that don't know, uh, got pulled down off of YouTube. But you were able to listen to it uh, on the pod- podcast platforms or Rumble, if you listen to us there. Um, either way, we hope you had fun with this episode again let us know in the comments uh if you're on the video platforms whether we said anything factual which we just told you we didn't uh thank you to cheers and spirits in the arnold station plaza thank you to brian Schilling of long and foster real estate uh annapolishomeexperts.com and we will see you next time